Welcome to the podcast ministry of Pilgrim Baptist Church. Wherever you're listening from, welcome. We pray that the truth from the Word of God speaks to your heart during today's message. Love, fear. Matter of fact, in today's day and age, uh, especially in the season that we're moving into, people will... Uh, spend a lot of money on, on on fear. Matter of fact, here's what it looks like. Um, just some statistics that I have brought up. We have there in, in America, there's over 1,200 professional or commercial haunted houses as a business. I didn't know that. There's over 300 theme parks across our nation that have a haunted house or a horror theme around it. Matter of fact, there's 3,000 charities that run spook shows where you get involved in fear and, and being scared. America loves being scared. America loves fear. They have no problem with fear. This time of year, they'll spend big money on it. They just don't fear God. Psalm 66, 16 says, come in here, all ye that fear God. And I will declare what he hath done for my soul. We need to be declaring that. We need to get people fearful of a living God. People need to understand it's a fearful thing to fall in the hands of an angry God. Ecclesiastes 12 says, fear God, keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Proverbs 1, 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Wisdom. You want wisdom? Fear God. You want knowledge? Fear God. Fear the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. People have no problem with fear. What they have a problem with is fearing God. Do you fear God? Deuteronomy chapter 18, that's going to be our text for this evening. And the Bible says in verse number nine, Deuteronomy 18, verse number nine, the Bible says, when thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, watch what it says. Thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire. We're coming on Halloween. Samhain festival. It's it's the end of the harvest. So the pagans and the Celtic Druids and all of this throughout history have celebrated this festival of Samhain or Samhain, Halloween, All Hallows Eve. Passing through the fire we see here. You know what is a big part of the Halloween or the Samhain festival? Bonfires. It can't be removed from it. It celebrates that the summer is over and now we're beginning this dark season. They would have children and families. They would go house to house. They would ask for food to offer up in these bonfires, these Samhain fires, these Halloween fires. They burned crops. Bones of animals were burned in this fire. That's where we get the term. On fire, bones on fire, or fire of bones. 
That is where we get our term bonfire. Personal items were burned. I won't get too deep into this. We have uh, children present, but other types of sacrificing and burnings were done with humans and children. That's all I'll say on that. But I will say this. This passing through the fire, this offering children up into the fire. It's no different than what Planned Parenthood is doing. They'll just use chemicals to burn children. They'll just use different ways to burn up that life and that child. It's a it's a it's an organization that is straight out of the pits of hell. That's what that is. And they were all offerings to a false God that gives people false hope. Planned Parenthood is no different, no different. Fires were believed. Why did they do this? Well, this festival was designed to scare away evil spirits. Matter of fact, people would wear costumes. They would wear masks of animals, but they would disguise themselves because they wanted to frighten any evil spirits. Once the fire died down, you know what they did? Each family would take an ember of that big bonfire and they would take that ember and they would bring it home. They would put it in their hearth of fire or they would put it in a turnip that they had carved a face out of and they would put it in that ember in there to burn so it would keep away any evil spirits. So they evil spirits. So they had this big bonfire that they did evil spirits away. And when they came home, they took a little piece of that fire. And then the turnip soon, we're not getting all in the history of that today, but all went into a pumpkin. Far about the jack-o'-lantern, but they originally used a turnip. They put that ember of fire in there to keep the evil spirits away. After that, when you burn something, what do you end up with? Ashes. You know what they did with the ashes? They went and they sprinkled all of those ashes on their crop. Why? Well, the pagans believed that that would help keep evil spirits away from their crop so that they can have a good harvest come up. We are not a child of the devil. We're a child of God. We are not a child of hell. We're a child of Jesus Christ. We should live like it. We should live like it. these things here that we're going to read. Look in Deuteronomy. We're back in number 18. Chapter number 18. What does it say? Uh, pass through the fire. Now watch. Or that useth divination. What is divination? That's fortune telling. That's a Halloween tradition. Christians, I don't, I don't understand how Christians can play a part in some of these uh, festivals, let alone the Halloween. It's one of the most devilish ones. Bobbing for apples was all based upon divination. It was all based upon fortune telling. What did they do? They would buy, they had an apple on a string. They try to get that apple. And they would try to foretell who would be their mate. How's that work? Well, they'd bob for the apple, whether it's in the thing of, you know, apples in the, in the, in the water, tub of water. Or they bob from an apple, you know, it's hanging from a string. 
and then they would carve the peel off of the apple. And then they were supposed to do some, you know, little ceremony with the peel and they'd throw that peel. And then when it landed on the ground, they would wait and see, and they would look and see what letter that peel looked like. And that would be the letter, the first letter of the name of who your mate would be. It was all a form of hooey, of hocus pocus hooey. But they believed in all of these superstitions to bring good luck. The Bible says in Psalm 34, 11, come ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Psalm 19, 9 says the fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous all together. Divination. Christians should play no part in any type of divination, no type of fortune telling at all. They have the tarot cards. They have all of these types of things all designed around getting you to be distracted from God. Let's get back in the Bible. We see in Deuteronomy chapter 18 that maketh his son or daughter to pass through the fire or that useth divination or an observer of times or an enchanter. What's an enchanter? They practice sorcery. They practice magic. They summon spirits and devils. All of these spells from hell, hell spells. You know some of these poems. Wise one of the moon, goddess of the starry night. It's all a bunch of junk. It's all a bunch of junk. Trying to cast spells, trying to be an, an, an enchanter. Proverbs 8.13, the Bible says, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogancy and the evil way and the forward mouth do I hate. How do you know? How do I know that we fear God? The fear of the Lord is what? To hate evil. It's not right to hate, people say. I think I know what they mean. But God says. If you fear me, you will hate evil, not good. If we draw the lens back and we look at our country, the good is hated. Hopefully not enough to, we'll just see how that goes. We'll get off that, that kick. Hate evil. Pride and arrogancy and the evil way. God says he hates that stuff. I don't know why Christians are going to haunted houses. Why do you want to be scared? You're a child of God. Fear the Lord. I don't know why Christians have this fascination with skeletons and all of this dark and eerie stuff. We're Christians. We should play no part in that. Then the Bible says, useth divination or an observer times or an enchanter or a witch. You young people need to pay attention to this. A witch is a woman who works hand in hand with the devil. There was an old show that was on when I was growing up called Bewitch. Made it look all cute and funny and casting spells. Little children and families getting introduced to witchcraft. 
Now they tell you, you all these black cats associated with Halloween. You know what that was? That was people being afraid of evil spirits because a witch would turn them into a black cat for all the bad deeds that they did. What else they see? This Halloween season starts to come around. What do you see witches on? You see them on a broom stick. You'll see the pictures. You go into you go into the Walmart, you go into any of these stores, you'll see all these costumes set out. They had an area where they were going to do all their worship and they'd have to clean that area. So they took that broom and cleaned up that area where they were going to have that festival to their false god. The Bible says in Exodus 22, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Halloween is the witch's Sabbath. It's a holiday of devils that celebrates and rejoices in everything that is non-Christian. Well, we just do it for fun. That is the demise of American society. We just do it for fun. Hate the way of evil. It's an evil, evil, evil thing. Then the Bible says wizards, a, a wizard, you got the Wizard of Oz, makes children uh, get into witchcraft in a fun, pleasant way. Because there's a good witch, there's a white witch, see? She speaks nice, she's sweet, she dresses nice, she smiles the right way. Now I hear there's this popular show, Wizards of Waverly Place. All of this, all of this that we see is all a way to get people away from the true living God through celebrations, through festivals, through movies, through TV shows, through Disney, because it's exciting. But the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. We have something. I'm sorry. We have someone that is holy, 100% pure and holy. Fear the Lord for longeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. Back to Deuteronomy chapter 18. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. That's one who wants to pretend he can tell your fortune and he, and he talks to dead people. Conjure up departed spirits. I'm trying to say just enough so you know where I'm coming from, but not too much because we really should be simple concerning evil. Not oblivious to the fact that these things are out there, but simple. Simple. You a Christian? You live in a Christian home? Fear God. God is holy. Be attracted to holy things. God is righteous. Be attracted to righteous things. 
God is just. Do the just thing. Do the right thing. Do the holy thing. Rejoice in the fact that you are free. I've been born again. I have the Holy Spirit of God living inside me. I was bought with a price. I am not who I was. If you're not saved tonight, you can be somebody who you never thought you would be. Because when the Holy Spirit moves in, the evil spirits move out. <laughs> You've got somebody so much better to live for. He's holy. He's righteous. He's just. He does everything perfect. He's altogether lovely. He's the mighty one. And his name is Jesus Christ. And he loves you enough to die for you. But our culture is so, 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 so far from God. We are so enamored and we're sinking in this sea of witchcraft and sorcery and devilment. And all of this stuff comes to a head on the October 31st. We forget. God, when it's convenient, praise God, he hasn't forgotten us. <laughs> praise God for that. If it were up to me, this is a convenient time for me to worship you, Lord. <laughs> but right now it's not. Thank the Lord he doesn't think that way. Thank the Lord I'm not trying to keep myself, but he's keeping me. Praise his holy name. Let's read this passage of scripture again. The Bible says, when thou art come in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn. There shalt not learn. What does it say? Thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. If there's an abominable thing that you learn at school, if there's an abominable thing that you learn on the campus, if there's an abominable thing that you learn in the neighborhood or in the community, don't get involved with it. The plea of all Bible preachers across this nation and across this world is to come out from among them and be ye separate. The Bible plea from the preachers that are always labeled as the mean, hateful, narrow-minded, and fill in all the rest of the adjectives, we're trying to point you to God and God's work. We're trying to get you to learn not those abominable things. We're trying to get you to see life from a different perspective through the eyes of God, through the lens of God's word, rather than your own lens, rather than the lens that the school teacher put in your brain. It's hard. I know it's hard. Government schools, it's hard. I got an agenda. I know it's hard being on a college campus in today's world. I know it. You can be a successful college student as a born again Christian. If you learn to not do the abominable things and be a light in a dark place, you can. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying you're saying it's easy. But you can do it. Ladies can live a holy life amongst an unholy world. Families can live a righteous life amongst an unrighteous world. We can do it. It's hard. It's a battle. It's tough. 
but with God helping you, you can. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or daughter to pass through the fire, or useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. I don't want to play with a Ouija board. I don't want to get involved with the occult. I don't want to dress up. I, Christian parents all across this nation dressing their child up as a, as a as a as a Harry Potter. Who came up with that idea? That's what the world does. You're a child of God. And you're paying $35 to get your son and get your daughter a broomstick and a hat like a witch and a wand like the Potter man. He's not my Potter and he's not your Potter if you're a Christian. And if you're saved, you shouldn't have anything to do with that. But the stories are good. There's other stories that are good. It's just that you have an attraction to what God hates. Yes, God hates the potter man. God hates the witchcraft. God hates the magic hat. God hates the magic wand. God hates all that junk. God hates the haunted house. You're going to end up in a haunted house if you don't trust the living Savior. You're going to end up in a devil's hell. And you're going to have fear, all right, and wailing and gnashing of teeth and all the rest of it. You're talking like a scary man. Yeah, I'm scarier than the Frankenstein. Because God, because, look, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm trying to say we need to fear God. God says it's an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Now, I know this is nation stuff. This is Israel stuff. We can apply it to our lives. We got to drive. Our prayer needs to be for God to drive some stuff out so we can be. Put on and be filled with the other stuff that he says to put on and be filled with. Something to think about. Proverbs 10, 27, the fear of the Lord belongeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. You live a wicked life. Proverbs 14, 26, and the fear of the Lord is strong confidence and his children shall have a place of refuge. If you fear God. That's strong confidence. That's a place of refuge. That's the Lord. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. I don't want a culture of death. We have a culture of life. We're born again Christians. We have eternal life. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life. Live for him. Depart from the snares of death. Better is little. With the fear of the Lord, then great treasure and trouble therewith. All this divination stuff, all this Halloween sorcery, magic, witchcraft stuff, it's just going to bring trouble. Always has throughout time, always has. Better is little 
with the fear of the Lord. Just give me that. Just give me a little bit. Dear God. And finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Can you think on things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, good report, virtuous? Think on that. Think on that rather than the other stuff. Thank you for listening to the podcast ministry of Pilgrim Baptist Church. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode. In the meantime, you can sign up for our email newsletter at www.pilgrimbaptist.church.